And we are on. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sports Unhinged. I am Mo and I'm joined by Yujita and Coach. It's Wild Card Weekend. Oh, and we have winners and losers. Winners and winners losers. And losers. Let, let, let's get to that quick. Let's go wild card. Come on. 272 man. games in the book. Not time for wild card yet. Not time. We will not we will start this episode with the pick six segment which came down uh, I, to I, I the rule wire i rule against you guys that. don't remember this has been a season-long contest between me and yujita with the loser having to sit in a mcdonald's establishment for 10 hours and eat their way out of there for every burger that the loser will eat they will deduct one hour from their 10 hour uh time and let's see how it went we went into week 18 all tied and picked four games this time. And let's look at the results here. I took an early lead with That's that not. Tennessee Jacksonville game. Coach, by the way, congratulations. Six out of eight picks. Truly finishing the season in style as the expert. I took the lead. We had the same picks for the Green Bay game. So we both missed out on opportunities to score. Coach got it exactly right with Detroit winning. And we stayed in the under. We split the points in the Miami and the Jets game, and it came down to the Chicago game where Yujita made a, a very valiant comeback with three points there, but I scored that one point that turned out to be the difference. Five to four on the week, 70 to 69 in the final score. Yujita, as the loser, you will have to spend your 10 hours. As the loser, as the loser. 10 hours. I don't know, Coach. Should, should we go there and, and help him out uh, with, with a I few will. burgers? I, yeah. I, I will most definitely go the first 30 to 45 minutes, yes. Kind of you. Very Sounds kind. good. Sounds good. I'm All a, right, Yujita, it's been a great game. It'll be nice to, like... to look forward to the playoff games without the pressure of... I, of I'm not of saying games. nothing. I'm not saying nothing because there's litigation pending. I've been advised <laughs> not to speak. <laughs> All I right. can't believe it came down uh, to Mark Sherman's Chicago Bears game. It's top four audit uh, companies have been advised. Uh, I'm not saying nothing yet, all right? The Sports Unhinged the way, Players Association the way, notified. Con- oh, yeah, yeah, everything, yeah. Uh, did we say concurrent 10 hours? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. Concurrent. There's a lot to think shot. about. That's what, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. In a row? I'm just saying I don't in know. one day? All right, we'll see what the hearing comes back with on this one then. Yeah, I'll let you know. All, All right. right. You, know, you know, it's 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 fine. There there are some men that just can't own up to losing. And then there are some that try to wiggle their way out. There you go, calling me both a man again. I being both offensive. It's offensive. Yeah, I'm both of those. I'm fine with that. I wear that badge with honor. I know you swing always, yeah. That's All good. right, <laughs> let's. <laughs> Yujita's on edge today. He, he he's not taking. <laughs> on. He's not taking. Well, no well, backdoor cover and losing. No I thought it was gonna cover. be anxiety free with Philly not playing, but you know I'm sweating already. I mean, here <clears throat> we are. Here we are. Uh, but it was an amazing week 18. We'll reflect on it very quickly before we start previewing the six wild card games that we have ahead of us. Coach, let's start with the Jacksonville. Tennessee game. I mean, Tennessee had it and threw it away with that 
forced fumble. And it was Jacksonville, actually. They've shown that they've done that at the right time, at the right place yeah. with the takeaways. And they really snatched it away from uh, from Tennessee. Um, overall, do you think the be the better team made it to the playoffs out of the two? Oh, wow. That's a struggle, the better team. Because you have to look at, look at it over 18 games. Um, I think in this game, at the right times, they played the right way and, and won the game. Um, I think the rookie quarterback really hurt Tennessee at the wrong times. Um, I think the defense for Jacksonville played exceptionally well. They had – and even if you go back and look at that one play on the fumble recovery to, to score, there was a, an immense stunt that the offensive line did not pick up. Right, That's right. And it caused that quick hat, quick hat out, and, and and the rest is history. Right. So I don't know. I, best best team to win, man. It's hard to say. Um, I I do not think Jacksonville will get farther than this round. Um, oh, wow. But I do think they might be better than Tennessee, even on not only on that day but for the season. Yeah. Yujita, what did you think? I don't know, man. I, I have to disagree a bit. I mean, Jacksonville has evolved over the last stretch of the season. You know, guys like Etienne running back and Evan Ingram, you know, the, Christian Kerr. So all of these guys have, have got together with Doug Peterson and they've been playing good football for the last few weeks. So I don't think it was just this Tennessee game. Yeah, but they, they've evolved into a, a, a... I think, honestly, I think... This is a team now that we're going to keep talking or, or, or relating them to playoffs for the next few years. That's what I think. So it's not, hey, they did a good job with Tennessee. I think they've, they've really come out. and Look out for them. And I think I have to agree with you there. I mean, I'm not entirely sure that the LA Chargers have this game in the bag in the, in, in the wild card it, round. It's, it's the best game of the wild card uh, Know, especially if, if if Jacksonville continue with those takeaways that they've kind of turned on near the end of the season. Um, yes, they've had issues with their um, kind of consistency with the offense, uh, but it's entirely possible that they could pull an upset here. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Uh, now, also staying in the AFC, Miami managed to kind of stumble their way into the playoffs. There were so many different scenarios there. Uh, Pittsburgh being one of them. Uh, Pittsburgh winning uh, winning their game. The Patriots could not get it done against Buffalo, uh, and 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 somehow Miami find themselves in the playoffs without a quarterback. Yujita, uh, what what were your thoughts on how that turned out? Did the best yeah, we, team make it to the playoffs? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, uh, if you take all those three teams—New England, Pittsburgh, and Miami—they uh, haven't. I think out of them, probably Miami, if not for the injury to Tua, probably the more dominant out of those three. So we could say, yes, in the end, Miami is probably the better team because, you know, Pittsburgh, I, I don't know. They were probably just playing for Mike Tomlin to get his, you know, season, whatever. He, did. he got 500. it. He got, he got it. it. He, got he it. did get it. He got it. New England, no offensive coordinator, worst in the league in many categories on offense. They didn't really deserve to be anywhere near the playoffs. And I've been saying that from, from when the season started. You have, you're so, right. Yep. And, um, and I yeah, so I think at the end of the day, Miami, with, with whatever they have on offense, even without tour, is probably the better team. Their defense is good. Their coaching is still okay. 
So I think, yeah, Miami probably out of these three deserve to be in the playoffs. Uh, for me, I would have wanted the Patriots to get through just to see Bill Belichick play that party pooper role in the in the playoffs and maybe cause a couple of upsets. Who would have known? But uh, yeah, I mean, overall, it's 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 Miami. But Tua doesn't look like he's going to be playing. Uh, I think he's already been officially ruled out. So I'm not entirely yeah. sure uh, whether it's going to be the most exciting game that we will see uh, in the in the wild card round. Hey, you know, division matchup, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's a division matchup. Always, always. Coach, now on the NFC side, um, we saw, I mean, an unlikely scenario play out there. Green Bay and Detroit went head-to-head, and neither of them ended up making it to the playoffs, but it sure is a fantastic kind of achievement by Detroit to end the season um, on a high and prevent their biggest rivals from getting to the playoffs. Um, what did you think of that? And do you think Aaron Rodgers, you know, he said he'll hold on to his shirt uh, at the end of the, uh, his jersey at the end of the game. Uh, do you think he's done in, in, in Green Bay? Well, we've been talking, what, six, seven, eight weeks about Detroit and the Detroit bandwagon and, and they're playing well. They're all on the right direction. They're all in the same boat, rowing the way, the same way, um, and they showed that. Even though Seattle eliminated them earlier, they didn't lay down. They played it up, and they played the spoiler. As far as Green Bay, I do not think he'll be back. I think that was done. Whether he plays again, I don't know. Um, but I most 100% believe he will not um, play again in a Green Bay jersey. And I think that would might be fine for a lot of Green Bay fans. Yujita, I mean, we saw the, 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 the Green Bay Packers kind of lose out. Coach gave his thoughts there. Uh, what do you think with Seattle getting in? Maybe not the most uh, exciting team to see in the playoffs, but certainly well-deserved considering what they've done throughout the season and what Pete Carroll has done with Geno Smith uh, throughout the season. So what were, what were your thoughts on that one? Yeah, again, Seattle, um, I think Geno Smith and Pete Carroll kind of proved, yeah, they can make it. Uh, a lot of people have written them off. But during the, I think, the mid or the latter part, we saw people like Kenneth Walker, Tarek Woolen um, come out and, you know, showing that they've got people in skill positions enough to make a run for it. Now, will they, will they beat San Francisco? Will they go ahead? Probably not. Probably not. But I think they've done enough. Oh, by the way, it's going to be a, a rainy game. So yeah, Seattle probably better off in a rain-induced game than San Fran. I don't know. But I, I think, yeah, they've done enough to be in the playoffs. And uh, just getting back to the Green Bay, I actually disagree with uh, Coach once again in one podcast. Yeah, but actually, you have to go to McDonald's and I don't. So go ahead. <laughs> that's the reason. You, you did this to me. So I'm going to go against you in everything. Uh, I, yeah, you know, I actually think he does come back. And I think this whole drama that he did with not giving the jersey, holding hands with Randall Cobb, going locker room. Very dramatic. Of, and it looks like the cameras like, were ready for that too, right? Exactly. It was way too dramatic. It's, it's either that or him saying, okay, you know, I mean, this first time they've lost the division in four years, didn't make the playoffs, something to remember, and I'm going to come back next season and, you know, prove myself again, you know? You know, plus, he, what he, he signed the 150 mil contract last year. Was it last year or the extension for three years, which I right. think they'll adjust probably. 
Um, and he's got too much power in this locker room, so he doesn't go anywhere else. So I actually think he comes back next year and tries to prove himself. Well, let's see. Let's see. Um, now, let's since we've talked about Seattle a little bit, let's let's start previewing the game against the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, San Francisco have been probably the best team in, in, in football. There's an argument to be made that uh, they're probably the most likely to make it out of the NFC um, to the Super Bowl. I would probably, if I had to today, probably pick them to even win the Super Bowl because I feel that the AFC have too many good teams that will beat up on each other and whoever reaches there will be tired, will be kind of exhausted from, from the game. So there's an argument that San Francisco have a very good path towards it. Coach, on the other hand, Seattle are not to be taken lightly. I mean, Geno Smith is number one in the NFL in completion percentage, 70%. Um, he's had a career high. There, it's a franchise record, 4,282 yards, 30 touchdowns. He's averaged 100.9 passer, uh, passer rating. Um, and he's complemented by a rookie running back in, in, in Ken Walker, which has had over 1,000 yards. Is there any scenario that you could see where Seattle could cause the upset against San Francisco? So shout out to my statistician, but he pointed me in the direction of last year. San Francisco swept the L.A. Rams. All right. Yeah. But the L.A. Rams quarterback had a great year, all these touchdowns, all these things. And in the playoffs, the Rams beat San Francisco and then went on to win the Super Bowl. This year, San Francisco has swept Seattle. Right. Their quarterback has had one of the top three or top four quarterbacking years of all quarterbacks in the NFL, including this guy in Buffalo. Right. So there's too many interesting scenarios there. And by the way, the defenses were very similar in ranking as well. Right. L.A. to San Francisco to um, Seattle this year. So if you're asking me, can I see a way? Absolutely. I think that, as we always say, and Coach always says, it takes about four to five games for NFL defenses and defensive coordinators to figure out new quarterbacks or rookie, not rookie quarterbacks, but new quarterbacks. You get enough film on them. You get enough um, looks on how they see certain requirements in the defense, how they look through their progressions. I think this could be, if there is a week, I, I don't know that they'll win, but I definitely <clears throat> see them covering this game, and I think they'll be close. Um, I think it might be the most exciting game you see all weekend. Um, what what are the odds for this one? Do you know what the spread is for the San Francisco? I haven't Seattle? looked. I, I didn't look at all. Um, I think um, – actually, I'll look it up while Ujith is talking, but I haven't looked at all, but I can see him covering. All right, Ujita, what do you think? Look, I, I think if it's a, a normal game, I don't see Seattle having any chance because you're talking about one of the best pass rush defense against uh, an O-line that cannot protect Geno Smith. You know, he's made a lot of mistakes holding on to the ball, and I don't think there's any way he's going to get out of that. And I, I saw a stat where uh, plus 20 yards – all, all through the two games that he's played with San Fran, it's one pass attempt for one completion for something like 14 yards, right. whereas he's gone like 29 of 62 in other games. So there's a real worry for him. And again, on the offensive side, and the thing is that San Fran have everybody back now. There's yeah. no one notable on their injury list. So that's a bad sign for Seattle. 
you know Kyle Shanahan is going to work CMC uh, and Debo Samuels uh, on the Seattle. Their pass, uh, their run defense isn't great. They've got only Tariq Woolen probably make some some coverages. So the only way I see Seattle trying to win this game is actually go for a heavy pass rather than run. Yeah, as we would say with other teams. Uh, but yeah, if it's a normal game, there's no rain and stuff. I don't think Seattle has any chance with this San Fran team. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see Seattle doing it at all because the the weakness that Seattle has is their rush defense. They're number thirty in the NFL. They've allowed an average of 150 yards per game. This will not work against Debo Samuel's Christian McCaffrey. There are too many weapons there, and Debo Samuel being the X factor, I think him and Christian McCaffrey. Not to mention the the defense. I mean, the defense of San Francisco. Best defense in, in, in the NFL, pro- probably. If you, I mean, if you're looking at it um, uh, as a whole, you know, you've got Nick Bosa, you've got Fred Warner. They've held their opponents to 16 points per game throughout the season, plus 13 on turnover differential, 20 interception. And, and they have the ability to rush the opponents with only four people, right? They don't have to overcommit on that rush. So for me, I think this is the game where Seattle makes a statement. I even see them winning... 40 to 17 or something like that, San right? Francisco San Francisco. San Francisco, mean. yeah. Sorry, San Francisco yeah. making a statement. I see them winning by like 40 to 17. Seattle, oh. they'll, they'll they'll get like credit for, for making it there. But I, and Geno Smith has had an amazing season. But I just think San Francisco is just too much, too much firepower there. Uh, the, the line's minus 10, San Francisco. Minus 10. I think they cover that easy. They cover that easy. All right, let's move over to, to the next game in the NFC. We've got the New York Giants, uh, who have made it there as the sixth seed against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, coach, is it time to give Minnesota some respect, or are we still going to have a 50-50? Oh, no, let's, disres- let's continue to disrespect them, right? Of that- all the games that we yeah. have to pick on the weekend, this is my least favorite. I- I'm not sure. Um, I really have no idea. I, I, I like that the Giants rested some of their starters last week. I like Saquon Barkley got a week off. I like three of the five linemen got a week off. Um, I don't – there's just something about Minnesota. They've won too many one-score games. Um, when, they've, when they've played what we, would, what we might call really good teams, they got blown out. Um, I'm just not sure. So I might pick the Giants here to win outright, not just cover. What's the cover? Um, Vikings minus five. That's a pretty low number in Vegas for a number three seed. Um, I don't know. But at the same time, they have that Justin Jefferson guy. And other than maybe Devontae Adams, you can throw it anywhere and he'll go get it. Right, right. Now, Yujita, let me make the case for for why we should. If you make me pick, go ahead, coach. If you you make me pick and not have to go to McDonald's, I would pick um, the Giants. Um, If you make me put money on it, I won't bet the game. I think you should go to McDonald's for better Wi-Fi, at least. (laughs) Yeah, cutting up a little bit there, coach. All right, Yujita, let me make the case for Minnesota. Right, I mean, top five passing offense. They've got a candidate for Offensive Player of the Year in Justin Jefferson uh, with 10 games over 100 yards. They've got Dalvin Cook. They've got the pieces there. Why aren't they getting enough respect? Well, for one reason, they ha- they're they not a 13-4 team because of Kirk Cousins, right? 
like you said, Justin Jefferson, all they've got the supporting cast, but you know, probably not the QB that can carry it all on his shoulders. And they haven't really been patient with Dalvin Cook. That run game hasn't really exploded. So yeah, if if they get Justin Jefferson to you know pick up a pass here and there, yeah, they win the game. But that's about it. So like coach said, I mean, there there's something about this Minnesota team that they don't dominate. They're not a dominant playoff team. And their their top offense, not fifth in offense in all the categories, but guess what? They're bottom five in most defensive categories. Yeah. So it's not a complete team. Uh, I don't see how far, probably with the Giants. I don't know. It depends on how Daniel Joe. So the Giants have the opposite cast of that. So they have to rely on Daniel Jones because they don't have a supporting cast. So they're going to have to rely on Daniel Jones to carry that game. Their defense is still pretty all right. So, what weapons? Uh, yeah. What weapons does Daniel Jones have? Because if you look at them, they're very run that, dependent, right? So they're depending well, on the Saquon the Barkley. They've got yeah, three wide receivers and Richie James and Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins. They haven't got nobody's nobody's scored more than seven hundred yards in the season. So that's right. So they're going to have to use Saquon Barkley not only in the run game but also for play action and you know all that kind of stuff to get that game going. And yeah. they've got to exploit that Minnesota defense, which isn't great. They're, especially their pass defense is, I mean, it's its not an existent almost. So, yeah. yeah, no love for Minnesota and agree with the coach on this. Now, and see, I, I think the, the one weakness that Minnesota has is in center, right? Uh, you've got uh, Garrett Bradbury who was injured and that injury was exacerbated by the car accident that he had a couple of weeks ago. So they're now onto their third string center. And Cousins has been sacked 16 times in the last five games, right? So this, for me, is probably the one weakness. I don't think that they, they cover by five, but this game, I feel, will be decided by a field goal, maybe a 2017 either way. Right now, I'm seeing it more towards Minnesota, but it's a really tough game to pick. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, well when, when, they, when they last met, it was on a field goal, last second field goal that they yeah. won. You know, if they win, if if Minnesota wins, we'll give them a golf clap, and then we won't pick them next week either. Yeah, let's see. Now, let's move on to the last game of the NFC, Dallas Cowboys at Tampa Bay. This This is a fun one to talk about because Dallas have looked like they kind of declined in 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 the last few games uh Dak Prescott still with his interception problem you know is 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 is, is gonna come back to him uh while Tampa Bay have been on the up uh Tom Brady and and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin have found each other again both uh Evans and Godwin ended the season with a thousand yard uh, uh uh seasons coach this is a tough one this is a tough one do you see first do you see a high-scoring game? Uh, do you see a shootout there, or is it going to be more conservative? Wow. Um, I honestly think it might be a shootout because there will be some turnovers and turnovers for touchdowns. Yeah. Um, and, and because Dak Prescott has proven that he likes to go pick six. Um, what is he, four in the last four games or four out of the last six games? Or something? Seven. Yeah. Six, six. Yeah, so – um that that drives that score up i find it interesting that um tom brady's found mike evans again um what i find even more interesting is i felt like he was lost and where's mike evans but then he has a thousand yard season 
Yeah. So he wasn't completely lost. Maybe he just wasn't found in the end zone. Um, and then last week against a very weak corner and a very set week of set corners, you know, he found him often and everywhere. So um, Dallas has a corner out, I think, if, if I'm right, or maybe just coming Anthony back. Anthony Brown, injury. yeah. They've lost Anthony Brown for there the season, go. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I never bet against Tom Brady. Um, I have a hard time betting Dallas anytime. Um, what's the over or what's the game on this one? Minus three Dallas wow. in Tampa. Um, so that's an interesting line there. Um, listen, if I had to say, I think there are times when Dallas does show up and they haven't shown up in maybe three, four, five weeks, and this might be the week they do. So if I really had to pick, I'd probably bet Dallas in this game. Um, and Tom Brady finishes his whatever he's going to finish. Yeah. Um, I don't think the defense in Tampa is playing well enough in the right times at the right places to win a playoff game. But that's just my opinion. Well, I think the, the way that I see it is, 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 is styles make fights, right? Uh, and when you look at the strengths and the weaknesses, Dallas's strength has always been their pass rush. Yes, they've regressed a little, a little bit in the last few games. They've only had like six sacks in the last five games. But I think going up in a high-stakes game like this in the playoffs against a team in Tampa where their weakness is their O-line. I think we're still not sure if Tristan Wirfs and Donovan Smith are going to play the game. There's some injuries uh, there. I think if they do end up playing, that's a big boost for Tampa. If not, I think this is where Dallas comes in and, 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 and you know, makes a difference. The X factor remains Dak Prescott, right? Is he going to throw those interceptions or not? Um, especially with, with, with Tampa, you have a defense that likes forcing turnovers. Um, their last Super Bowl run was fueled by those kind of turnovers. There wasn't something special yes. there on offense, right? So anything Rogers, could happen. But I see yeah. a really, really high scoring game there. Um, it, it could even go like 42-36, decided by a, by a, by a touchdown wow. or a couple of field goals. But it's, it's, I just see some like the most explosive game. And I think that's the reason why they kept it till the end. It's, it's, it's the last game of the playoffs. I think ESPN got <laughs> it. Um, they had a, a, a game that was cut short, obviously, with the Cincinnati uh, Bengals and, and the Buffalo Bills. So they've given them that game. I think it's it's going to be the, the most explosive game of the playoffs. Yujita, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, look, I mean, if you're expecting it to be an explosive game, then you're going to find Brady, what, throwing it 40, 50 times. Yeah. Right. That's right. But this is where he is going to make a mistake because you're right. I mean, that pass rush against that O-line, I think his QBR rating is 29th when pressured. So we and he gets he tries to get the ball out really fast because of that pressure on that O-line. So if he's throwing that 40, 45, 50 times, he is going to make mistakes. He's going yeah. to make Aaron throws. And we've seen that happening. So it's best served if he tries to run, run Leonard Fournette. And we know that's worked. Whenever Fournette's run 100-plus yards in a game, Tampa most likely wins that game. So if they want to get over Dallas, they got to go back to that run game. And, you know, guess what, guys? Dallas, Mike McCarthy, this is a very pressure game for them, a huge pressure game this for them, This is his right? stand. I mean, if I they mean, lose this game, I don't, I'm not sure yeah. he sticks around, right? Look, I, I mean, you, I, I know it was – I mean, they lost to Washington playing starters against a third-string quarterback, and now you're in the playoffs playing a team that's been – 
I mean, they've been not been dominant. They've been subpar at best. Tom Brady hasn't been at his greatest. Let's not right? call and anybody in the NFC South dominant, please. <laughs> okay, that's right. I mean, it, it's you know under 500 team in the playoffs, and you go out. How long does Jerry Jones stand for that kind of shit? Right. So yeah, it's highly pressured. They could mistake. So I'm actually going to say the opposite of you. I'm, I think it's going to be a low scoring game wow. because of all this anxiety stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, for the win. I, I've lost so much money betting against Tom Brady. I won't, um, but I also will not, not bet for Dallas. So, who knows? sitting this one out, <laughs> coach is sitting this one out. <laughs> All yeah. right, let's move over to the AFC. Um, uh, the first game uh, is uh, the Miami Dolphins. Like we said, they stumbled into the playoffs against Buffalo. We've tried to dissect, you know, the strengths and weaknesses of every game, every team, but I think. I'm hard-pressed to look for any strengths in, in Miami, at least anything that could cause a bit of a threat to the, to the Buffalo Bills. You've got Josh Allen, uh, MVP candidate, uh, through an average of 267 yards per game, 35 touchdowns, plus seven additional touchdowns rushing the ball, only 14 interceptions. Um, no weaknesses there. I think maybe a little bit on the secondary for Buffalo, but... Uh, any any scenario, Eugene, in which Miami could make this close? I've got a, a big difference, just like the San Francisco-Seattle game. There, it's tough to say anything bad about Buffalo or whether they'll make it or not. I mean, I, the only way I can see Miami doing anything is because there's nothing to lose. They made it this far. Skyler Thompson, the quarterback, I think they should have some confidence in him and let him loose on Waddle and Hill. They've got nothing you know, to design, lose, really, right? Nothing to lose, right? Yeah, so, you know, go crazy. Design these plays. Mike McDaniel, design the plays where he gets Hill and Waddle. Find them anywhere and just go all out. Like you said, I think you said some secondary, uh, Buffalo secondaries are... Um, are yeah, they've got Kair uh, Elon, who's, Alexander. who's their rookie, and, and, and he's, he's, he's struggling uh, uh, this year. But I think other than that... Yeah. I, I find that the Bills have the X factor in Naeem Hines. Who's, yeah. uh, what about the return it, for touchdowns? Exactly. Right? I mean, after that Demar Hamlin uh, situation to come out, I think they're even stronger now than they ever were. So yeah, it's it's gonna be a tough day for Miami. Coach, it's the second highest playoff underdog in the history of the NFL. Wow, minus fourteen. Second 14. minus what? Minus one four fourteen. Uh, sounds about right. Yeah. Right. So I don't see them scoring much. If anything, they're going to play the rookie quarterback. You can say what you want without um, certain quarterback injured here or um, this defensive end here. But listen, their defense will get after you when it's time to get after you. It's also playoff football. I think Buffalo wins. I think they win heartily. I think this will be a 40 to 10 game. Um, I just don't see them being bad in this um, area. And I think Miami, listen, they've done well. When Tua plays, they're a good football team, um, yeah. and, and they are. And, and I think it when he plays, they, they hold the ball enough in time of possession that it helps their defense. And when he doesn't, even with it, um, what is it, Bridgewater that has the hurt hand, yeah. um, who's probably not going to play either. Even when he plays, they don't hold the ball well enough for time of possession. So, yeah, my money's on Buffalo. I think it's big, and I think they make a statement. Um, I also think that whole destiny thing, because I'm a believer in it, 
destiny and momentum. I think it's on their side at the moment until they see Kansas City probably. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's where I go. Go Buffalo. Go Buffalo. All right. Now, Yujita, the next game is Baltimore at Cincinnati. Before we get, get into the two teams and review them, um, when we're looking at MVP right now, I think Jalen Hurts is probably out of the running with the games that he's missed and the way that he played in that last game Mahomes, as well. Mahomes, baby. Uh, so we've got Mahomes, we've got Josh Allen, we've got Joe Burrow. Uh, who who would you pick out of the three? Is it is it Mahomes? Uh, Mahomes, without a doubt. I mean, he he's playing at a, I mean, he's playing at a lead level, and he really showed he can do it without Hill. Uh, I mean, Josh Allen, I guess he, he tends to have some issues here and there during game time, but Mahomes is too special at the moment. So yeah, I got Mahomes. Coach, do you agree? I believe that anyone that recognizes they have all of these new receivers and then goes to every mini camp, then brings them down to Texas and does work with them, which is opposite of what the guy in Green Bay did this season. Yeah. I think that's a guy who's the MVP of the league. That's how I look at it. Wow. Okay. Now, for me, I want to make a case for Joe Burrow. I think Cincinnati have the most explosive offense uh, in the league. Uh, and, I, and I think he's been kind of underrated, underappreciated uh, by the kind of the medium when it comes to the MVP discussion. So for me, I, I don't know. I, I've already said the stats for Josh Allen as well. But for me, Joe Burrow deserves a, a, a solid uh, consideration for, for that. Um, let's look at the game against Baltimore. Uh, Coach, what are your initial, initial thoughts on this one? Well, I read this morning that um, Lamar Jackson's not going to play. Mm. Um, and Hundley is questionable. So I'm I'm probably going Cincinnati big again. I just don't think that Baltimore's the same football team without um, for sure Lamar Jackson behind center. And even Hundley, he's pretty decent. Not Hundley. Yeah, Hundley. Um, yeah. He's decent. But listen, they're not the same football team. Um, I'm hearing rumors or reading rumors that it's a part of his contract. And you'll see without me and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, I think um, at the end of the day, the guy's hurt um, and and injured. And I think there's a difference when you're injured and you can't play. And I also think that Cincinnati is just a better football team. And better football teams most of the time win in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, I think the only thing Baltimore have going for them is that they're the number two rushing uh, attack in the NFL. But about 160 yards per game. They have a three-back system with J.K. Dobbins, Kenyon Drake, and Gus Edwards. So it's not like some one person that is uh, dominating the rush uh, attack. They've actually improved the average of the yards per game in the absence of Lamar uh, Jackson. So that's that's that was an interesting stat. But for me, like I said, Cincinnati are just too too often, uh, too explosive uh, in the in the offense. Um, they're they've slightly improved. Yujita, they've slightly improved their O line. I mean, Joe Burrow last year was sacked 52 times. This time he was sacked 41 times, but it's still a lot. There's still a long way to go. And that could be something that kind of bites them in the behind later on in the playoffs. Uh, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, look, I mean, since he is, is a complete team as any, uh, like you said, their only struggle was the line, but that's got better. It's not perfect yet, but that's got better. Uh, let's let's see how if that bites them or not later. But they're just too complete, and they've got the momentum. What is it? Eight straight game win, uh, winning games to come to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I think you mentioned Gus Edwards. I, I saw him on the injury list for Baltimore. So, oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's that's gone. Baltimore. All right. 
Yeah, so a complete team with all the weapons and you got Luana Romo dialing up good defenses as well. I don't see Cincinnati, I mean, Baltimore doing anything in this game without Lamar, like coach said. So yeah, Cincinnati for the for an easy win, I think. Yeah, and, and they also have Joe Mixon, who's opening up the passing game. As a pass catcher, I think he's yeah. had 60 receptions weapons, during the season. 441 yards weapons. as a pass catcher for your running back. So he's... Uh, He's kind of Christian McCaffreying his way through the uh, through the AFC as well. So let's let, let's see how that goes. Uh, last game we've talked about it briefly at the beginning: the Chargers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I've actually got Jacksonville winning this game by a field goal, nineteen to sixteen. I know that you know everybody's has uh, got their eyes on the Chargers there, uh, but the Chargers have been known to disappoint us when we had the most expectations out of them. So everybody's expecting them to win this game. I think they disappoint us once again. Yes, they've got Justin Herbert. They've got Mike Williams is 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 injured. He's not 100% there. So they're not without their troubles there. Um, Coach, what's the final verdict on Jacksonville and the Chargers? I think Jacksonville is probably one of the best coach teams in the NFL behind maybe San Francisco. Um, I really like their coach. He calls a good offensive game. I think San – I'm sorry, I think – I want to say San Diego. Yeah. Um, the Chargers win this football game just because their defense is finally almost fully healthy. They have the good guys on each edge. Um, and I think that their coach, he's willing to go for it on fourth down. He's willing to call some fake punts. He's willing to do some certain things that um, will get them over the hump. So I'll take uh, I'll take the Chargers in this one. I think it'll be a close game, though. Because I, I think that um, Jacksonville is he is he is a good job as a coach. I'm not sure they have enough weapons yet, but you're right. They're on the upswing. I just don't think they win the game. Yujita, willing to go out on a limb and pick Jacksonville? No, like I said earlier, man, this is probably the best game out of the schedule. Uh, and it was a bit weird to see the Chargers play their starters in in Week 18. I mean, they were already seed fifth, and they were locked in. Bosa, yeah. They were locked, and then Bosa was injured, and yeah. so they had all you know. They they had injury problems throughout the season. That you know that's why it kind of get went sideways a bit. But now you know those injuries, those players are healthier, and then they played them. Bosa is injured. Mike Williams, like you said, is injured, and those are key guys for them. Um, the Chargers, yeah, defensively they look better. Austin Eckler is looking better on the the run game. Herbert's got quality, but. I don't know. I mean, I think I like what Jackson Will's done in the last few weeks. Trevor Lawrence has finally come to that first draft pick party, and he's looking like that quarterback right now. He's They've not got very Peterson. consistent, though. I think the consistency has been the issue with the. But Trevor but, but look, we we went from you know we went from last year looked like he's not the guy, and you know maybe he's the guy, and we don't know if he's the guy. To hey, there is something there, no, and he, with the yeah. coach like. With a coach like Peterson, now he's looking there, and and then you know guys like Etienne, I think thousand plus yards for him as well. So you know, and um, who's their wide receiver, Christian Kirk? Yeah, you know, so they've got they've got some weapons. Trevor Lawrence looking good. Their defense is pretty decent as well. So I, I really have a tough time calling this game. And we know the Chargers what they do, right? They come to the end of the game and lose it. Yeah, so uh, that's yeah, why I have, state, I have it by a field goal. It's going to be decided by a field goal, nothing more. A field goal that they miss or the field goal they don't take because they want to move on the fourth. 
So, right. yeah, I don't know where to go with this. One thing I didn't say is it's west going east, right? So it's it's three hours sooner on their body clock. I, clock. I didn't think about that. So okay. they have to go all the way from L.A. to Florida. Um, I still like I still like the Chargers. All right. Let's see. Well, this has been an incredible regular season. It was action packed, and I still we we've still got most of the excitement coming ahead. Uh, a couple of you know probably unwatchable games like the Miami Buffalo game. But other than that, there's some serious matchups there. Um, let, let's see. Let's see how it goes. Guys, it's been a fantastic regular season. Look forward to seeing you in the divisional round. Uh, this has been Sports Unhinged. Like, divisional subscribe, round. and look forward to Yujita spending his 10 hours in McDonald's. Uh, until next Go week. Will, uh, my, peop my people will be in touch with your people. Sure. Let's take this to the Sports Unhinged Players Association. We'll see what, what that what comes out. I'll say anything. All right. Have a good one, guys. See ya. Bye, guys. All right. Take it easy.